What's up, Rise Tribe? I am kicking off another week here on Rise Station Podcast. I have a special guest with me. I'm so excited about Erica Lason, and she is going to be coming on and talking about how to claim more joy in our lives. She's going to teach us how she discovered the journey to joy. All right. But before we get into that, for those of you joining me for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Pernella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. I encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to my podcast so that you receive weekly alerts at 7 a.m. on Monday mornings when I upload a new episode. If you like what you hear, and I think you will, please go ahead and leave me a glowing review and share this podcast out to friends and family. The more people, the better helps us get our message out to as many people as possible. So before we get into our special guest, I want to go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. Even the most confident woman can be made to feel unworthy, unlovable, and drained of her self-confidence if in an emotionally abusive or toxic relationship. Most women who attract narcissists or toxic partners do so because of poor boundaries, where there is an imbalance of reciprocity. Many of us tend to naturally be empathic and giving comes easy. So we tend to attract individuals who may take more than they give. And this is why the Boundary Build Hers workshop is so powerful and so important and such a passion project for me. We have six weeks that we're going to be teaching you how to build boundaries, how to attract healthy love into your life. And by doing so, setting up healthy boundaries. Week one, we're going to be introducing boundaries and self-care. Week two, we're going to be going over our own shame-based thinking. And week three, we're talking all about toxic relationships and common strategies toxic people use to get us to forsake our boundaries. And in week four, we're teaching you how to set up boundaries. Week five, we're teaching you how to respond rather than react to people who violate your boundaries. And in week six, we teach you another strategy, how to exit with grace. Listen, This is a very impactful and effective six-week workshops. There's six live virtual sessions where we meet together as a group to discuss this. What you get when you sign up for the Boundary Builders workshop is you get all session replays. You also get your Boundary Builders workbook. You also get a free Boundary Builders t-shirt and you get a $20 discount off of our inaugural Power of She workshop, which you'll get more information on in the coming weeks. But listen, we have to teach people how to treat us. And the Boundary Builders workshop does exactly that. It's going to teach you how to teach people how to treat you. So to go ahead and sign up, you can sign up from our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. If you follow us on Instagram, you can go into the link in our bio and select Boundary Build Hers. I am also going to add the link into 
the show notes of this episode. So there are more than one way to connect with us. I hope to see you on the other side. Okay, so I'm very excited to introduce you all to my very special guest, Erica Layson, who is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two on her mission to transform the world through radical joy. I love this. Starting with a jewelry line at age 13 to writing a number of outlets and eventually producing content for various media publications, including Ebony, Black and Sexy TV, uh, and Mom.com. For over two decades, Erica Layson has built a career around creative expression and service. After being laid off in 2016 and an unexpected transition into motherhood, Erica looked to Joy Gems, gained over the course of her career, and established Journey to Purpose. Now, as a joy strategist and creative consultant, Erica guides busy creative women and entrepreneurial moms reclaim more time, energy, and space to rediscover what lights them up one joy gem at a time. All right. So without further ado, welcome. Welcome, Erica. How are you? Hi, Pranella. Hi, Rise. What is it? Rise Tribe. It's good. Yes, to Rise you. Tribe. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to have you. So basically the premise of our Rise Station podcast is really to share uplifting stories, to share with the larger community that, you know what, even if you're in a dark place, there is hope, there's opportunity, there is so much that you can do to kind of pull yourself out. And so that's what my purpose is. And that's why you were the perfect choice in bringing on this station because that's exactly what you do. You help people find joy. Yes. One feel good thing at a time. (laughs) I love it. So what inspired you to get on this journey to joy? I love this question because it wasn't intentional initially. It was kind of accidental and something that I found I just needed because I had no other, I don't want to say I had no other choice, but life was feeling so not great that I could have at that point, chosen to continue with doing things that weren't serving me and didn't feel good. Or I could just make a decision to follow all the things that would serve me potentially and things that overall just felt good and see where they could lead. And there were three points in my life that really kind of acted as a catalyst towards this idea of joy first living. The first being when I graduated from college because I graduated middle of the recession. I I graduated in 2009. And at that point, I'd done like everything I was supposed to do. I thought, all right, I'm going to graduate. I would like calculate over and over again to the point where now that I think about it, it's like, girl, you were just giving yourself anxiety. But like I would sit at my desk and calculate how long it would take me to pay off my student loans. And then I graduate during the recession and no one's hiring. So not only was I not able to pay my student loans, I was not able to get a job to pay for anything. And that kind of threw me into a depressive state. And I mean, Looking back now, I it's so obvious, but while I was going through it and crying every day at multiple points throughout the day, I just thought something was wrong with me. And the job search didn't help at all because it just placed so much self-worth and like value on other people valuing me versus me sitting down and really understanding, well, you have the opportunity to create whatever you want and you don't 
You also don't have to wait for permission. You don't have to wait for someone to give you the opportunities that you want. Um, And that kind of took me down a whole journey of its own. And I now call that the joy quest, which is now phase one of the journey to purpose process. But through that process, I really came to rediscover myself and my joy in a whole new way. And it led to wonderful, mind-blowing opportunities to work with magazines, cover New York Fashion Week, work in television production. I started blogging, blogging, and all of those things put me on a career path to becoming an on-air host. And I did that for like seven years thinking like, all right, this is it, right? Like, Things that just seem like nice ideas, like, oh, I used to read magazines as a child. Now I'm writing for a magazine. Like I, it was crazy to me. And at one point when I got a really big break to work with NBC Universal, I thought, this is it. I'm going to be on E. I'm going to be hosting 106 in Park. And I just thought that things were like lining up for me. And then a week later, I found out I was pregnant and it just felt like what what is the point like of anything and then that whole cycle of like feeling like well what is my purpose why am i here and now i have to go into working a corporate job that i hate like now i have to live a boring unfulfilling life that conversation started again and for 16 months i did the good mom good wife thing until it i realized how much it was not helping me because i was crying again in silence like my husband would go to work and i'd go to the put my baby down for her nap. And then I'd go to the room and I'd sit down and cry and feel worthless. But then the difference is I also felt added guilt because of the way that I felt where it's like, really though, you're blessed. You have a healthy child. You have a beautiful family. You have all of these things. Yet why do you feel not good about yourself? And it really came down to, again, understanding a need to prioritize joy for myself, understanding that many of the things that I'd been doing, the creative things that I was doing, it wasn't just a a nice idea thing for me. It was really a form of self-care. I needed to create stuff. I needed to be talking to other people. And that process caused me to really evaluate what I wanted in that that season of life, what my true purpose was. And through that, I had been starting a blog and things like that. And I I found that a lot of people were coming to me, asking me questions about, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? And when I sat down and took inventory of what my process was, I was like, oh, this is it. Um, And I created a workshop that was the first journey to purpose offering. And then not too long after I started creating accountability and wellness programs. And that kind of just kicked off the the journey to purpose and then the the pandemic happened and the the journey continued so <laughs> Yeah. And it seems like every time you found yourself on the path, like, oh, this is how it's going to be done. This, it, it gets shaken up. And that's a lot like how life is, right? When we have these ideas of how things are going to go and it gets completely derailed, that is when we are like at our lowest point. It's like, wait a minute, I wasn't prepared for this. I don't have coping strategies for this. This is completely unknown you're faced with that decision on, okay, well, how do I come back from this? How do I revive myself? How do I rise from this situation? How do I get my purpose? And that's a lot about the work that you do is helping people find their purpose. Mm -hmm. So you talk about the three common thieves to joy. What are those three common joy thieves or what things, in your opinion, steals your joy from you? 
or can steal joy from people? I think overall, just looking to other people, not to say to have the answers for your life, but not taking ownership of your life, like allowing your joy to be, I don't want to say controlled by others, but not taking agency of your joy. Boom. First, like you first have to get clarity around what brings you joy. You have to know yourself and understand yourself enough to understand what joy means to you, what it feels like, what it looks like, what it tastes like so clearly that you can like hold it. Or if someone were to ask you, you could give them a response. I think that oftentimes many people define joy, not by what joy means for them personally, but what the nice idea of joy may be, right? Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of things and according to society's expectations and norms. But the first thing people need to understand is that joy is different for everybody and that's okay. And I think the other thing is that people consider joy to be a luxury. Like, Mm. oh, I have joy in these pockets of space and time. Like I have joy when my life feels perfect. Like, but here's the thing, life is never actually going to be perfect. So if you're waiting for moments of perfection to have joy, then you won't be waiting a long time. Joy is here for the taking right now in this very moment. And that's the difference between happiness and joy. A lot of people misconstrue the the two things as being one and the same, but they are not. Happiness is fickle. Joy is deep-rooted. And the moment you're able to decipher the two, right, and discern what joy means for you, then you're, you're better able, not only what it means for you, but what it takes to arrive there. And that's part of what the journey process is. You begin to realize that you don't have to wait for those perfect moments to have joy. You can actually embody and claim joy at any given point. So it then goes from having moments of joy to curating a lifestyle of joy-led living. And I think the other thing about it is just feeling like it's not attainable for me when really joy is the default. You know, like it should be. But I think that oftentimes when when this idea of like, oh, I want joy for myself, if you were to say that to someone else, it can be seen or said that you're living kind of in like a fairy tale, like nothing in life is perfect. Like, okay, you want to live. So you other it's something where a lot of people allow other people to infringe on their joy rather than protecting it. Like if you have a clear idea of what joy means for you, what it takes to get there, and you're actively curating that lifestyle. You can't allow other people's stuff to muddy your waters, you know, like you got to protect your peace, understanding like you have to advocate for your joy. Right. And and really promote it in ways that it doesn't allow other people to like infringe on it, you know, so that joy really does become the default. I love that. I love that. So just to recap, three things that can steal your joy is not having good boundaries, um, (laughs) having false expectations or unattainable expectations of what joy is. Like, you know, oh, when I get this, I'll be joyful or when all my bills are paid or when, you know, I find that perfect partner. It's just thinking that joy exists outside of you. It can steal your joy. Mm. And the first one was really identifying and getting clear on what joy feels like, looks like for your your own self, like really going in depth, being self-aware of what things 
inspire you, set your soul on fire and makes you feel joy. Yes. So those are, those are great tips. So let's say if I'm somehow in a space where I can't access that joy, how do I get back to that? How do, you know, what, what's one tip that people can do today to claim more joy in their life? I almost want to add a shameless plug here and say, take the Joy Gem Superpower Quiz. (laughs) You know, and I love that quiz. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. So I took Erica's quiz and I felt so, you know, naked. I I really felt, I said, oh, she didn't even take me to dinner. I don't know. Why is she reading me like this on, um, on this program? But it, it, is so impactful. So she has you answer a series of questions of how you would respond and you go ahead and plug in your answers and then it feeds back a report. And my report was like, so like brutally honest, but you know, not not mean it wasn't really like, we're not mean. We're not trying to read your soul. We just trying to help you out. (laughs) Yes. But everything she said was spot on. And it's almost like, you know, this, computer app thing knew me personally. I was looking around like, is somebody watching me? <laughs> but it is very accurate. Um, so everyone definitely take the the Joy Gem quiz. It can be found at ericalisson.com slash quiz. <laughs> All right. So I'll have that in the show notes. That way you can go ahead and click right on the quiz and get right to it. So one tip that you would give someone going through a rough time right now that they can do today. So take the quiz. That's one tip. What's another tip that you would give? So I really started with off with that jokingly, but the first thing I would actually say to do is to really get still. I think that so often when someone's going through a hard time, the first thing they seek to do is find the answer and end up like on their own. They go into anybody and everybody that they think has the answers versus actually understanding like why they may be feeling the things that they're feeling around whatever the thing is, right? And sometimes the things that bring, that may may steal the joy at the surface may not actually be the thing that's bothering us, but it may be like a symptom of whatever the actual problem is. So the only way to really understand and assess this, right, is to cut out the noise, like cut out the distractions, get still, get silent. Um, personally, I know that whenever I was going through these moments, like the default prior to really being intentional about this journey was to like call a friend and vent or like talk it through with someone. And that's helpful. But at the same time, you then go from having your own stuff to then taking on this person's thoughts about your stuff because of something that they've gone through. So like, it actually doesn't help the situation. It just potentially, again, muddies it. So I think first, right, I find that being still enough to process the feelings in and of itself is the step first thing. So you can do that through journaling. You can do that through prayer. Some people do it through meditation. I personally, I choose journaling and then prayer. Like I ask for revelation. And then the next thing is to talk it out, right? But not talking it out with other people. In some ways, like talking it out with yourself. But because I am someone that subscribes to the Christian faith, 
Like I talk to the Holy Spirit. Like I literally ask for guidance. Someone, someone would say that it's kind of crazy. I remember growing up and watching my auntie like pray around the house and she'd be speaking and I'd be like, okay, auntie Nikki. But like now I'm auntie Nikki. Like I'm not, yeah, now <laughs> I'm you the understand. person that's walking around talking to myself like, but Lord, what do you mean? Like really talking to him like the friend that he is because his spirit is embodied in me. Like I have received it. I now have access to the creator of all creators, you know? And with that, I have the ability to understand because he understands me so well, like what it is that he desires to reveal in me through any hard times or whatever actually needs to be brought to the surface. And then from there, right? A lot of times that conversation then leads to clarity and understanding so that I can actually then like, I don't want to say attack whatever the thing is, but actually speak to it for what it is, right? It's no longer about the surface level thing, but the root of the problem. Like whether it be unworthiness or whether it be feeling unfulfilled, whether it be like disorder or whatever the case is. And these are things that I'm speaking about personally, but like when it comes to even working with clients, sometimes it's a matter of understanding at the root what their stuff is. You know, it may be a childhood thing. It may be a parenting thing. It may be like a need for order and control, whatever those things are. But we first have to understand ourselves as individuals, right? To really then kind of like, clear out the things that aren't bringing joy so that we can understand what will bring joy. But you can't do that unless you sit still with yourself for a moment. I love that. Thank you for those tips. And it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. So what ways can people connect with you if they want to learn more about your need to purpose? How do they connect with you? Ooh, so you can follow me across social media at Erica Lasan on many platforms, um, but you can also visit ericalasan.com and there you'll find all the things, including the quiz, but there's also opportunities to go on the journey and start the journey on your own through the program called the Joy Quest, which t- takes you on that same process that I, I started with when I was 23 in arriving not only to rediscover joy, but understanding how that joy fuels my purpose. And each person has access to that. And on the other hand, if you'd like to sit down and chat with me personally, you can book a joy gel session where we can dive into understanding what a journey to purpose would look like for you. That is amazing. And yes, um, she is equally as amazing in person on her podcast. You do have a podcast. Let's talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) The Journey to Purpose podcast (laughs) is joining everything up in here. But the Journey to Purpose podcast is one that really follows the journey, not only of myself as a multi-passionate creative woman who is also a mom and a wife and a citizen of the world, but it's a platform that I use to share the story of others who've gone on a journey to purpose and who are currently going on a journey to purpose. Because I think a lot of times you can look at someone and see where they are and think, oh, they've arrived. But to them, they're just getting started. And I've always been very intrigued by the things that make successful people successful and also understanding like what success means to people and how to arrive there. So I've always liked the behind the scenes. I'm not like the front 
stage stuff, the glitz and the glam, that's cute. But I know that it was ugly getting there. I want to understand the ugly parts because then that can help me or anybody else better inform how we choose to live and understanding that it doesn't have to be perfect, right? It just has to be done, like process, it, it, like moving in on, on purpose and with a process is better than waiting for the perfect moment to take a leap of faith. So the podcast follows the stories of women. We focus on entrepreneurial Black women who happen to be moms because I just love hearing stories. People who are making something out of what many people may not have deemed possible at one point. And I also share a lot of joy gems. So I, I really enjoy reading the Bible. It's like something that if you would have told me this eight years ago, I would have been like, okay, because <laughs> at that point I was not reading and I hadn't picked it up in like eight years. But a couple of years ago, I really started to dive into the text um, because I, I desired understanding for myself versus what people told me things were or what people defined faith to look like and be like. I, I got very curious about what a relationship with God would look like for myself and what would be possible. And so I started reading through front to cover one year and it was good. I tried it again another year with a little more consistency and it got better. The third time I was like, oh my goodness. And this fourth time that I'm reading it, it's like mind blowing, the understanding. And so I want to share the understanding and the, the lessons that I'm getting from reading these texts that while they were written over 2000 years ago, they're so relevant even mm -hmm. today. They're not just stories, right? They're, they are stories, but they're also a roadmap to how we can all attain peace and purpose in a way that leaves us feeling more fulfilled and allows us to serve others without feeling overwhelmed and stressed and, you know, like tired and crusty and all the things that <laughs> joy. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So there's multiple ways to experience joy. Uh, there's the Joy to Purpose podcast. There's Joy Quest, Journey to Purpose. And I think I covered them all. Did I leave anything out? Yeah. So the Joining to Purpose podcast is something that can be subscribed to. So you can listen to it audibly if you'd like, but you can also watch it. I don't know if you're someone who likes to see animated faces. I talk with my hands a lot. I, I don't know. I do really random stuff. Sometimes I sing on the show because I, <laughs> I love music and I love dancing and things like that. So it's also available on YouTube. So you can also watch and on that same channel where the podcast is posted there, there's like really what has been my journey to purpose is documented on that YouTube channel. So I did something called the 90 days momentum a couple of years ago. And for 90 days straight, I did a video every day documenting the process and all of those things really make for what the journey to purpose is today. Understanding that you get to pursue faith over fear. You also get to create the life of your wildest dreams. Like, and it gets to feel good. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel heavy. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for coming on and sharing your joy gems with us. This has been very impactful. Yes, everyone, please go follow her on Instagram, all her social medias, check her YouTube and her podcast out. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. This is great. <laughs> All right. So for those of you in our Rise Tribe, I want you to have a great day on purpose. See you next time.
If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.